Good morning, everyone. It's time for another edition of Transformation Radio. From the highest of heights to the depths of the sea, creation's revealing your majesty. From the colors of fall to the fragrance of spring, every creature unique in the song that it sings, all exclaiming, indescribable, uncontainable, you place the stars in the
And now it's time for our reading in the New Testament. And today comes from the book of Luke, chapter 9, verses 7 through 27. Here's a brief overview of what we'll be narrating about today. People found accepting Jesus as the Son of God so difficult that they tried to come up with other solutions, most of which sound quite unbelievable to us. Many thought that Jesus must be someone who had come back to life, perhaps John the Baptist or another prophet. Some suggested that he was Elijah, the great prophet, who had not died but had been taken to heaven in a chariot of fire. And we'll read about the kingdom of God here in the New Testament today. The kingdom of God was a focal point of Jesus' teaching. He explained that it was not just a future kingdom. It was among them embodied in Him, the Messiah. Even though the kingdom will not be complete until Jesus comes again in glory, we don't have to wait to experience it. Now, the kingdom of God begins in the hearts of those who believe in Jesus. It is as present with us today as it was with the Judeans over 2,000 years ago. Now, when the disciples expressed concern about where the crowd of thousands would eat, Jesus offered a surprising solution. You feed them, he said. Well, the disciples must have been completely baffled. Now, they protested, focusing their attention on what they didn't have, you know, food and money. Hey, do you think God would ask you to do something that you and he together couldn't handle? Don't let your lack of resources blind you to God's power. All right, why did Jesus bother to feed these people? He could just as easily have sent them on their way, but Jesus did not ignore needs. He still doesn't today. He's concerned with every aspect of life, the physical as well as the spiritual. As we work to bring wholeness to people's lives, we must never ignore the fact that all of us have both physical and spiritual needs. It's impossible to minister effectively to one type of need without considering the other. All right, let's read all about it today here in the New Testament. March 31st, the New Testament, Luke chapter 9, verses 7 through 27. When Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, heard about everything Jesus was doing, he was puzzled. Some were saying that John the Baptist had been raised from the dead. Others thought Jesus was Elijah, or one of the other prophets risen from the dead. I beheaded John, Herod said. So who is this man about whom I hear such stories? And he kept trying to see him. When the apostles returned, they told Jesus everything they had done. Then he slipped quietly away with them toward the town of Bethsaida. But the crowds found out where he was going, and they followed him. He welcomed them and taught them about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who were sick. Late in the afternoon, the twelve disciples came to him and said, Send the crowds away to the nearby villages and farms, so they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing to eat here in this remote place. But Jesus said, You feed them. But we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for this whole crowd? For there were about five thousand men there. Jesus replied, Tell them to sit down in groups of about fifty each. So the people all sat down. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then, breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread and fish to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, 
and afterward the disciples picked up twelve baskets of leftovers. One day Jesus left the crowds to pray alone. Only his disciples were with him, and he asked them, Who do people say I am? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say you are one of the other ancient prophets risen from the dead. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Peter replied, You are the Messiah, sent from God. Jesus warned his disciples not to tell anyone who he was. The Son of Man must suffer many terrible things, he said. He will be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He will be killed, but on the third day he will be raised from the dead. Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross daily, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but are yourself lost or destroyed? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in his glory and in the glory of the Father and the holy angels. I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the kingdom of God. Psalm 72, verses 1 through 20. Here's what we'll be reading about in the Psalms today. What qualities do we want most in our leaders? Well, God desires all who rule under Him to be just and righteous. Think how the world would change if world leaders would commit themselves to these two qualities. Pray for leaders as you hear about them in the news. Ask God to help them see their need for Him. Ask God to help them lead with justice and righteousness. You know, God cares for the poor, oppressed, weak, and needy because they are precious to Him. If God feels so strongly about these needy ones and loves them so deeply, how can we ignore their plight? Examine what you're doing to reach out with God's love. Are you ignoring their plight or are you helping to meet their needs? Solomon, David's son, reigned in Israel's golden age. He built the magnificent temple and the land rested in peace. Well, this psalm that we'll be reading here in just a moment, though written by Solomon, looks beyond Solomon's reign to that of Jesus the Messiah, whose kingdom extends to the ends of the earth and is greater than any human empire. This will be fulfilled when Christ returns to reign forever. When we anticipate His worldwide rule, well, it just fills our hearts with hope. Psalm 72, verses 1 through 20, a Psalm of Solomon. Give your love of justice to the king, O God, and righteousness to the king's son. Help him judge your people in the right way. Let the poor always be treated fairly. May the mountains yield prosperity for all, and may the hills be fruitful. Help him to defend the poor, to rescue the children of the needy, and to crush their oppressors. May they fear you as long as the sun shines, as long as the moon remains in the sky, yes, forever. May the king's rule be refreshing, like spring rain on freshly cut grass, like the showers that water the earth. May all the godly flourish during his reign. May there be abundant prosperity until the moon is no more. 
May he reign from sea to sea, and from the Euphrates River to the ends of the earth. Desert nomads will bow before him. His enemies will fall before him in the dust. The western kings of Tarshish and other distant lands will bring him tribute. The eastern kings of Sheba and Seba will bring him gifts. All kings will bow before him, and all nations will serve him. He will rescue the poor when they cry to him. He will help the oppressed, who have no one to defend them. He feels pity for the weak and the needy, and he will rescue them. He will redeem them from oppression and violence, for their lives are precious to him. Long live the king! May the gold of Sheba be given to him. May the people always pray for him and bless him all day long. May there be abundant grain throughout the land, flourishing even on the hilltops. May the fruit trees flourish like the trees of Lebanon, and may the people thrive like grass in a field. May the king's name endure forever. May it continue as long as the sun shines. May all nations be blessed through him, and bring him praise. Praise the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does such wonderful things. Praise his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. This ends the prayers of David, son of Jesse. Proverbs chapter 12, verses 8 and 9. A sensible person wins admiration, but a warped mind is despised. Better to be an ordinary person with a servant than to be self-important but have no food. Let me return to you 
testimony a little bit and say, you know, I came to the refuge broken and lost, and, uh, you know, I, I always looked for a way to make a buck. That way I could get, get high on my, without getting high on my own supply, and, you know, I, I didn't care about nothing else or nobody else at the time. I didn't have no friends. I seen everybody as a dollar sign. Um, when I got here, I didn't quite know really what to expect. I just knew that I was lost, and I needed help finding the, find the right path, getting back on it again. Um, the refuge gave that to me. And, you know, I, I was broken, but now I'm found. Um, I got God in my life. I got some good friends. I, I really just owe glory to God, and without Him, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Um, and I'm really happy for that, you know. Good things are happening. Doors are opening up for me and just doing big things. Um, I'd like to go ahead and give a shout-out to Brother Mike. Love you, Brother Mike. You're awesome. And also, uh, just to the new brothers coming in, you know, stick with your house leaders, Alex and Brad. Listen to them, the rest of the brothers too, especially you, Jeremiah. Holler at them, you too, Zach. Love you guys, man. You all stick together, okay? Um, this is Dustin Grant, and I like to give a couple affirmations today. Um, first one is uh, <clears throat> to David Durr. Um, you know, I was there the day you came in. I remember, you know, just the things you were speaking that day. I just knew that you were ready for a change. And just to see you now in second phase and the growth that you've had since that day, it's very encouraging, man. And, um, you know, I would encourage you just to continue to press in. And, uh, man, you and Cam that day, uh, encounter, dude, that was sick, man. That was just awesome. But um, my second affirmation is to the real Nick in the ministry. Um Man, you're my dude. Uh, I also was there with you this, the day you came in. And, um, man, God's moving in your life. You encouraged me the other day. We got to sit down and speak. And uh, you kind of filled my cup up just by listening to the, the, the hope that you have and what the Lord's doing in your life. Um, I love you, brother. Continue to press in, man. You know, God's got a great future for each and every one of us. All we got to do is just... Make sure that we acknowledge him and put him in our everyday of our life. Thank you, guys. Love you. This is Today, a daily devotional to refresh, refocus, renew. Choose to be accepting. Romans 15. Accept one another, then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. We long for acceptance in our relationships. From childhood, we seek our parents' approval 
even as we wish for independence. As adults, some of us may still hear a parent's criticism ringing in our ears. We search for unconditional love in various relationships or continually strive to achieve yet more. We want somehow to earn love and acceptance. We all delight in affirmation from others. Everyone wants to know that even with all our faults, we are still appreciated, loved, and valued. We want others to accept us as we are, yet only God is able to love us unconditionally all of the time. We are loved, warts and all, and we were loved while we were still sinful. God loved us so much that He gave His only Son for us. That's how God sees us. God calls us to see others through His eyes. He calls us to accept others the way He does, as dearly loved, broken children of God who are created in His own image. God loves us as we are, and He challenges us to live into a life worthy of our calling. Accepting each other and loving each other in spite of our faults will benefit one another, but more important, it will bring praise to God. When Christians care for one another, God is glorified. Are you ready to praise God by seeing others the way He does? This is Today. Get our free daily devotional on the go. Download our app to your mobile device or get it delivered to your email inbox each morning. Sign up at thisistoday.com. Man, I want to tell y'all something, man. Man, I'm not going to let these material things get in my way, y'all. I'm trying to get somewhere. (laughs) I'm trying to get somewhere that's real and pure and true and eternal. Toby, can you go with your boy? Let's go. Father God, I am clay in your hands. Help me to stay that way through all life's demands. Because they chip and they nag and they pull at me. And every little thing I make up my mind to be. Like I'm going to be a daddy who's in the mix. And I'm going to be a husband who stays legit. And I pray that I'm an artist who rises above. The road that is wide and filled with self-love. Everything that I see draws me. Though it's only in you that I can truly see That it's a feast full of eyes, a low blow to purpose And I'm a little kid at a three-ring circus I don't want to gain the Say they think that it's you, but they don't know that who you are is not what you do. True, we get it twisted when we peek at the charts. Yo, before we part from the start, where's your heart? You a pimp? Hustler, tell me what's your title? America has no more stars, now we call them idols. You said idol, while we teach prosperity, the first thing to prosper should be inside me. Not because of 22 is on the range, but Christ came in range. We said yes, now we change. Not the same, even though I met a fall. Since I got that call, no more saw, now I'm all. Yep. I don't
salvation. As our eyes are open wide and on you, grant us the privilege of your world. And may your kingdom be what wakes us up and lays us down. This concludes today's broadcast. I pray that everyone who tuned in today was blessed by what they heard, and I hope you all have a wonderful day.